Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Coast to Coast Combat Hour, UFC 273 Fight Week. I'm your host, Matthew Hawkins, and as always, I'm joined by Ed Carbajal. Ed, oh, and as on a weekly basis, check out our video <laughs> podcast at allaccessmma.com. Never want to, never want to forget that one. Ed, rough, rough week. Oh boy, that's why we're fucking up at the intro here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's been it's been a rough uh, we you know we we didn't do the podcast last week and a lot of things fell apart not just for for Bobby Nash that was on the podcast but for us too Bobby Nash didn't get to fight at XMMA four which was a great card but uh, you know he got injured and then um, I was supposed to be in Las Vegas uh, last week which is why we didn't record and little little did I know that Spirit Airlines just likes to make believe they're an airline and not really fly anyone anywhere i spent six hours on a on an airplane with with uh, nate ray who was supposed to be competing at the adcc trials and thanks to spirit airlines he uh missed spent two months training getting ready for the trials to miss it since uh, spirit airlines didn't feel like going to or from las vegas for that whole event so uh shout out to spirit airlines for being fucking pieces of shit um, but we are back and it's UFC 273 fight week. But you got a $50 <laughs> fight credit that you'd have to be on crystal to actually decide to use. Right. Nobody. Yeah. A hundred dollars. It credit. could have been $500. Yeah. I would. I mean, it's, it's like giving, it's like, you know, it's just giving money to someone that, you know, they're uh, for empty promises because apparently, like I said to you before we started recording, now I know why I've never seen a yellow plane in the air. <laughs> <laughs> because apparently Spirit Airlines doesn't go anywhere. And I know there was stuff in the news about all the airlines, but that was my first first and last time with them. And every time everyone I mentioned it to, they were like, you should have known better. So man, yeah, that makes for a long, long day. Long, long, long day. Yeah, so I didn't even I couldn't even watch the ADCC trials because um, you know, it's just heartbreaking to to uh watch somebody put their body through what Nate put themselves through. So shout out to Nate Ray. Um, I know he does listen to the podcast from time to time. as do my other training partners. They already know what happened. We all felt his wrath on Saturday of all the aggression built up because he couldn't compete. So he took it out on everybody he rolled with and, you know, tapped the, pretty much the entire school. And then, um, yeah. And then one, one positive, cause you know, I try not to be negative uh, Westgate, a hotel in Las Vegas that hosted the event. They couldn't have been more cool about making sure uh, I didn't suffer anything financially or Renate. Um, they were literally, I was on the phone with them and told them what happened. And they're like, you know what? Uh, don't even worry about it. We'll make sure that you, that, that we don't hurt you. Um, you can fight. You can use your energy to fight with Spirit Airlines. And um, when I do go to Vegas, Matt, that's where I'll be staying. They can definitely have my money because they, they couldn't have been cooler about the whole thing. Oh, that makes it easier after the chaos because it could have spiraled had, <laughs> had had that not been the case. It's funny when you say the name of when you say Spirit Airlines, the the there's like this weird empathy that people are like oh the front desk where I was like well so did you say Spirit? Hold on, <laughs> hold on one second, I got you. And and I was just like yeah, I mean they should just call uh, kill your Spirits airline because they fucking <laughs> took the the fucking wind out of our sails. That's for sure. Oh man! But, but hey, you got to uh, you got to talk to a up and coming fighter. Uh, yes, recently, right. Uh, yes, Logan there. Camp interview is going to be there. Well, the audio of that will be at the end of the for audio listeners. 
You can listen to the Logan Camp interview. Um, him and Jay Fountain, the other audio that was on from the previous episode, they're both competing in the same event, not against each other. Um, again, I'm working on a piece for my MMA news about gym smokers for Muay Thai fights and um, just talking to these young fighters. I mean, when you, when you hear, you don't often get to uh, speak to someone when the spark hits them. And we've, we've done that on this podcast with um, uh, Mason, but you know what I'm saying? Like when we, when you talk to these young guys coming up and, and see the, the energy and positivity and the hunger in their eyes with, when they have their eye on the prize at such a young age, it's really refreshing to talk to him. So um, if you listen to the Jay Fountain one, you're going to like uh, this Logan camp one too. Cause Logan's uh, um, he's, I think he's got one more fight than Fountain did. And, and um, it's Muay Thai. It's not MMA, but uh Cam told me he's looking to get into MMA and and uh, definitely um, pulling for these kids to uh, to make something out of themselves and whatever they want to do. But so listen to that after we're done with our uh, when we finish our up with our UFC 273 picks. But um, man, with so much happened, Matt, that we didn't that we didn't get to talk about. I mean, I feel like we should mention one championship because I mean that 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 I, that was reminiscent of Pride Fighting Championship for me. Um, I don't know if you watched it even when it was over. I was still watching it on YouTube and, um, I, I, I really like, I want them to come here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I woke up and watched it. Uh, it, the timing worked out good for the main card. I saw like the last four fights. Yeah. Um, I think they, my time was about six ish in the morning. So, you know, I, I was able to, to get up and, uh, and, and just catch the, the last part of the main card. Um, I mean, it was, it was a fun show. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I like what they do. I like uh, trying to pull up all the results here, but yeah, I mean, I, the Demetrius Johnson rod tank thing was, was fun. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I, it, it, it kind of went how I guess I expected it. I, I kind of thought DJ would figure out a way to survive the first round, even if he got dropped. Yeah. Um, but he would he would muscle his way to the second round, and once that happened, I I think it was pretty uh, pretty determined at that point that it would have been really hard for Rod Tank to to survive. Um, uh, just but yeah, Angela Lee, great fight with Stan Fairtex. Yeah, uh, Akiyama uh, Aoki for us old school, bringing sexy back to MMA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, mentioned, you mentioned Pride in the Japanese scene, and I mean yeah. that's, that's the. That's the roots right there of of, of I mean, some it, of those guys. History. It was a three part event. I mean, I, I I have the the I have the email results up in front of me, um, so I, I don't even want to count off how many. I mean, it was MMA, kickboxing, Muay Thai, submission grappling. Danielle Kelly made 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 her debut against uh, May Yamaguchi, which um, that was like one of the you could watch that early if you if you go to one one's YouTube channel, um, even though. Uh, Kelly was always attacking, which is, I guess, is why she got the bonus, even though it ended in the draw. But if you're, if you're like me, and I discussed this with my training partners, if if you look at that, watch that match, that because of, uh, make sure I, was, did I say Yamaguchi or Yamaguchi? I forget Yamaguchi. It's Yamaguchi. Right? Yeah. yeah, Yamaguchi. Yeah, Yamaguchi. Uh-huh. Um, you watch her. I mean, when when you look at the lineage of her training, her defense against the leg lock, she does some stuff that we were talking about. I mean, there was, I, I had to mention it to one of the leg lockers I trained with, and and he watched it. And he was even impressed with what she did with uh, stopping. There was a point where she got carded for it, but it was a solid defense. Even um, 
one of the guys in commentary was like, why are you giving her a stalling card? She's defending against all the leg locks that she's trying to do. But um, it was uh, I was just super impressed with, with the whole event. And then the, just the other grappling match, um, my boy uh, RDR, Rene DeRitter, against uh, Andre Galvao, that was um, um, same same thing. Galvao was always attacking. DeRitter spent most of the time defending. But uh, talk about a sack on the guy talk, still talking shit afterwards when he def- was defending the whole time. And then said, says, come fight me in MMA because uh, obviously Galval was the better submission guy. He just couldn't get anything off because of that. Um, Derrida's got that body type. I always talk about the ectomorph. Uh-huh. Like even Hensel Gracie was on commentary and he was saying like, you know, he was saying like, he's like that body type. Thank God when Hensel says it, it becomes like doctrinal cross jujitsu. And he was just like, yeah, that body type's super hard to deal with. And believe me, it, it's, it definitely is. Um, I can't uh, John Wayne yeah. Pollard's final yeah I mean There's the so whole much. the whole thing yeah. like you said it, it was different it would uh, you know I, they have a good roster of fighters they have mm-hmm. a, they have a good stable I mean some of the obviously some of the older guys uh, the, you know John Wayne Parr that was basically his retirement fight mm-hmm. um, and, and Akiyama and Aoki are uh, <laughs> beyond one's beyond his prime and the other one is really kind of just you know, coming to the end, yeah. uh, put in a ton of wars and um, just, but fun. I'd like to see it come to the United States. If they can get it in Colorado where they, yeah. in theory, pass those, those rules that, yeah. that could be make it interesting. But um, me and Matt will fly out to Colorado on, on airlines that work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, the more MMA, the better, the more international MMA, uh, the better uh, I believe in, you know, being an American and being surrounded basically by Bellator and the UFC. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of more news, we can talk about the PFL. That seems to be uh, a bit of a circus show as well. Now as uh, some allegations over some Ouch. gambling, uh, <laughs> I don't know what you, what, what's the word, like not irregularities, but you know, basically allowing betting on fights that have been taped. Pre-taped. Uh, yeah. Challenger series. Challenger series ain't really working out for them. <laughs> no, no. And, uh, you know, I wonder if I, I obviously there probably was a couple bets that might have set something off or made it pop up in someone's mind. I'd be curious mm-hmm. to see the money uh, money path on that if people are actually betting on it. You know, I don't know how many people bet on the PFL Challenger Series, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's not good. Not good for them. <laughs> not good for the sport. The tape delay thing, uh, we see it across several organizations. Uh, Bellator got, but they're honest about it, and they don't take bets on it. Uh, They're kind of (laughs) honest about it. I mean, they mark they don't market it as you know tape delay, obviously. But yeah, that's what I mean. But but you're not allowed to gamble on it, so obviously it's not it's Mm -hmm. not completely hidden from uh, reality. Uh, Your point is definitely valid that those other organizations aren't allowing that to happen, but. you know, I, I guess I want to be really bummed. I kind of just bummed I never found out that no one ever tells me about betting on the tape delayed fights. But uh, that's a, that's the I mean that's the bet you make with your buddy in the same room that doesn't know it's a tape delay. You know? Yeah, that we used to do like you know 15 years ago. Yeah, when, when yeah. It, yeah. UFC would come on like Fox Sports and they would think it was live. You know, but yeah. it was Tim Sylvia Couture. Yeah, you know, 
from from years prior. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, so yeah, that's going on. Before we get into the UFC picks, there is a nice BKFC event this weekend. Uh, we don't really talk a whole lot about BKFC unless uh, you know, unless I may be making a, the trip. But it is in uh, Wichita show. Mike Richmond, Dave Rickles main event should oh, be that, an absolute barn burner. Yeah. Uh, I think that's Richmond's probably. Uh, I think he's talent wise from what I've seen his first two couple fights. Uh, he's bulked up since his days in Bellator and he just seems built for BKFC. And, and uh, I, I think he's probably a future champion uh, in that division. Rickles is always the tough out two and Oh, it was actually at his only two BKFC fights, picked up a win over Julian lane. Uh, and I uh, can't remember the, uh, the previous opponent, but uh I think it's going to be a banger. I don't know if he could be a knockout just because of uh, Rickles' durability, but I, I expect Richmond to pick up the win. Um, it not the not the deepest card they've ever had. It's a lot of the local guys, uh, but that main event alone uh, definitely is would be worth the uh, what is it three ninety nine a month uh, mm-hmm. package for BKFC. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, but the reality is the main event this weekend is the the UFC. 273 card uh, returning to Jacksonville uh, since it's Jacksonville opened the door for mm-hmm. live crowd pay-per-views uh, last April. Flight capital of the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, you know, after, after some changes, uh, not, not last minute, but, but changes to the card. Uh, the main event is, is Volkanovsky, uh, Korean zombie, Chan Sung Jung. Uh, and the co-main event uh, is, is the, Finally, the hopefully the the finish of the uh, Aljamain Sterling Peter Yan uh, controversy and and we trying to crown a true uh, champion at at bantamweight. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a deep card. Some fights got canceled, which uh, obviously <clears throat> sucks. And and uh, but the card was deep enough where they were able to move some people around. Yeah. Um, Little surprise that when the opening came up, they didn't put the heavyweight uh, Rosa Strip Tibera fight on the main card. Uh, but you know, uh, it, that's, that's one of the. It's always one of those hit or miss fights where yeah. with the heavyweights. Um, obviously, uh, you know the the pay per view is, is stacked. You go down to the prelims, like I mentioned. Uh, you know, Rosa Struck and Tibera uh, Olianek is fighting uh Vendera. this fight is at the as op- opening the entire event Julio Arce versus Daniel Santos uh, yeah I mean it's an exciting fight but yeah. when you start moving up the card you got you know Kay Hansen's yeah. obviously an exciting prospect Olianek you know uh probably should even be higher up on the card honestly mm-hmm. just out of respect for for what he's done for the sport I kind of hate seeing him bury veterans but uh you know, Mickey Gall, Aspen, Light, Cal Pennington. I mean, you're, you're talking pretty much every fight has a name fighter in it, which is yeah. uh, not not something that's necessarily typical. Uh, yeah. And in these days, in your opinion, I mean, you know, I, I've been through a tailspin. So I, I've kind of been off of social media because of this whole debacle that I went through. And I'm coming trying to get back into the groove this week. We're obviously with doing this, this podcast and looking at the card with you now. But the vibe I'm getting, I mean, outside of, I mean, yes, it's UFC 273 fight week. It just doesn't feel like like it's as hyped as other pay-per-views have been. I don't know if because 274 is so much of, of an immense card that's taken away from this. Um, or if the fact that this fight right here, 
which I know we're going to talk about more in a minute, but the Burns versus Chemayev thing on the main card is such a, there's so much on to win or lose on both sides of that particular matchup. Is that, is that's drawing attention away? What do you think of me? Like, I just feel like it's, it's not, it doesn't feel like it's a, a pay-per-view week, like, like norm, you know, usual. Well, I mean, I think there is a part of it that the event is in Jacksonville. You know, mm-hmm. it's not the return from COVID. So, you know, we can, Jacksonville is a cool little town, but it's not a destination point. It's it's just not. Um, I mean, having been there last year, I can I can confirm that it's not somewhere where I would continue to go travel to to go to UFC events. So that it's not Vegas, it's not New York, it's not even Miami, it's not you know, it's not even Texas. So mm-hmm. it's kind of in a weird location. Like you mentioned, I think the Chimeyev Chimeyev is seems to be the star, uh, despite having potential all time greats uh in, in the rankings when you start talking about Jan and uh mm-hmm. and Volkanovsky um I think there's a lot going on in the world dude I, I think between the war and and the economy and, and gas and everything else I just I, I think yeah distractions easily sit in and I mean we we're gonna we'll talk Bellator next week but you've got two great fights coming up there and I you don't see anything about I mean it's 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 just been quiet I think I just think and maybe I'm maybe it's just my world that I see, but you talk about your Twitter feed and stuff, and I just see a lot more. You know, there's a lot more going on between mm. just that. That's so I think that that takes away a little bit of it. Um, but I think the hardcore fans that pay attention to the card, I, I mean, it's been a talked about card for a while. Uh, I, I I might be in the minority that I don't like. I'm 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 not happy Holloway got hurt by any means, but I'm kind of happy to see. Uh, Korean Zombie get a chance just because it's a mm-hmm. fresher fight uh, as opposed to a, a, a trilogy fight, um, a, a 2-0 trilogy fight, which I lose a little bit of interest in. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I can't lie; I'm interested in the Chimaya fight. I think that uh, I think potentially he has a chance <laughs> to be something. Uh, like Nurmagomedov. I mean, a Khabib mm-hmm. thing uh, where yeah. we, we see somebody who just is that much better than everybody. Another thing is that no matter how much we like the names on this fight, it's a lot of big favorites. Yeah. I mean, there is a lot. I mean, you rarely, I mean, the top three fights, the, the closest fight they is, is a minus 475. That's, I mean, expend, according to Vegas, this is three squash matches. <laughs> you yeah. Know? I mean, Again, it's MMA. Anything could happen, but you'd have a hard time. I mean, other than the fact that you can win six to one odds or seven to one mm-hmm. odds, it, it, it's it, it's a not a. It, there's not a lot of. It's not maybe not catching the better's eyes. I don't know. Maybe you know that might have something to do with it. There's just it, there's a lot of things that could add to it. But I, I think that there's potential. I think Sterling Yawn's going to be better than their first fight. Yeah, uh, of course. You know, little, and take away the take away the ending. I, I think it'll be more competitive. I, I felt like, you know, Sterling was a little kind of strong early in the fight, but it just to me, Jan looked like he was the more uh, complete yeah. MMA fighter in that bout. I think it'll look a little more even this time around. Yeah. Uh, and the Korean Zombie is kind of a wild card. Yeah. I think when you have a ch- I think when you have a championship fight and you're giving Volkanovski a minus seven twenty, I think that's absolutely insane. Uh, and the fact that it's rising means people are dumping money on him when he was minus five, minus six hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's yeah. a, that's you know that's a that's a that's a lot of that's a lot to give uh, on when an MMA fight when yeah when anything can happen, injuries can happen, 
you know, a cut can happen. I mean, there could be a lot of weird things. I, I don't, short of like a weird sub, I would, I would see some there, but I mean, if we want to start with the picks, we can start at the base of the, the card. Vince, uh, Pitchell, Mark Madsen, Madsen undefeated, uh, Pinchel 14 and two. The interesting thing about Pinchel is he's been around the UFC since 2012. <laughs> uh, you know, he's been around. I, Got a photo with him at a uh, at a uh, at one of the expos, I think, in 2013, uh, when he was just kind of moving up. But it, it's pretty crazy. I mean, I I'd be the first to admit that I never really dawned on me that his record was 14 and two. And when you look at the people he lost to, uh, it really it, it, it's not a it's not a. I mean, you lose to Gillespie and uh, Rustam yeah. Kabilov. Those are those are that's not bad losses. So yeah, uh, find that interesting. I do think that the the wrestling of Madsen, obviously he's eleven and zero, uh, makes it interesting. Uh, and, and it's hard to go against an undefeated fighter, but when you're only two losses or to tough competition, yeah. and that's where it, that's where it kind of uh, makes it uh, a bit of a coin flip. Um, I do I. I and I, when I when that happens, I, I guess I my my old school mind says go with the wrestler, go with the wrestler to figure out a way to grind something out. So I'm gonna go with Madsen. I think it's gonna be a good fight. I think Pitchell will show a lot of durability. Hmm. Um, but I kind of I, I kind of tend to go with the wrestler. I just think that uh, when when things get even, go with the guy who can take the other guy down. Yeah, I'm uh I'm gonna go the other way, just for you, just kind of. I'm not going to reiterate what you just said about especially the losses and his experience, you know, maybe it's me and my, and my old, old headedness and my old, you know, siding with the old folk. Cause I'm an old folk, but I, I just, I feel like, um, I think, I think Michelle ha- might have a way around, uh, around, uh, I mean, I don't disagree with you. I mean, anybody with strong wrestling can certainly, uh, what was the, there was a, I forget the chill son and said something funny once when he was in that heavyweight tournament Bellator so talking about using wrestling to like leg hump his way all the way to a title or something like that. So there's always that chance for wrestlers to do that. Even if it might not be the most fun thing to watch. So I see where you're coming from, but I still think the experience of Pichelle might be able to, uh, to, you know, keep, keep, uh, the W's coming for, for the, uh, older yeah, guys. He's got so. big wins. I mean, he's got a recent yeah. win over Jim Miller. He's got, you know, he's yeah. beaten some guys that, uh, but you know, I think it's going to be a good fight. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. originally, originally prelim moves moved up. So obviously caught the eye of, uh, some of the people in the odds. I mean, they got Pinchel at a very, my, a small, small favorite minus one thirty over plus one ten. So, yeah. uh, you know, an even fight, coin flip, going to the main card. Uh, and uh, yeah, and exciting. just f- for the audio listeners, these odds are coming off of the DraftKings odds that are on the UFC.com event page. So um, I'm sure there's better odds out there. And I, I was looking at FanDuel odds, and I think their odds are a little better than what DraftKings is offering. So if I'm throwing money on these, I'm doing it through FanDuel, not DraftKings. But anyway, uh, second fight of the main card: BJJ standout Mackenzie Dern. Versus the tiny tornado, longtime MMA fighter Tisha Torres. Good fight. Uh, you know, I don't know if you have a real breakdown for this. I, I, I know, I, I don't know. I, I, I lean Dern. Uh, I feel like she's got to be getting 
you know, I, I feel like there's going to be a, more of an improvement with mm-hmm. her. Um, I Torres has just been through a lot of wars, a lot of battles yeah. around a while. I don't know if she's maybe on the down step mm-hmm. uh, where I believe, even though Dern's had a couple, uh, you know, accidents along the way or whatever you want to say, she, I think she's eventually going to keep learning from that. I think she's going to be the naturally bigger fighter. I, mm-hmm. I think that's probably fair to say. What does the match um, say on here? Oh yeah. I mean, it's gonna. They're gonna. Yeah. I mean, whether yeah, Reece, she's Reece, got the reach advantage. It. Yeah. Height. She's taller. She's she's really 125. I mean, she spent a lot of her career at 125. Uh, you know, had some weight cutting issues prior to the last few fights. Uh, and I I don't know if Torres is. Um, I feel like you got to be more of like kind of a a, a constant attack to 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 get at Dern. I, I think mm-hmm. you can't let her like settle in at all. And uh, maybe I'll be wrong, but I'm not real sure if, if Torres has the one, like the one punch really hurts you power. Uh, I always feel like she was kind of more of a grinded out figure out, be, you know, a really smart fighter who figured out ways to win. Mm-hmm. And I just think, I think Dern, uh, it's just hard to go against her jujitsu knowing how mm. good she is on the ground. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know she how she's improving on the feet, but yeah, I, I kind of feel like you might be going the other way. <laughs> you know what? No. Um, oddly enough, I was almost thinking of going uh, with 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 uh, the tiny tornado, Miss Tessia Torres, but um, um, because she just she's uh, she seems because she's more she's I feel like her wrestling could, again could again could help her, but Dern is such a good submission, um. I could see her avoiding the ground, and if she avoids any sort of grappling because of Dern's submission prowess, then I think even Dern, and we know she's working on her striking. She's not an expert striker by any means or whatever, but it's been improving every single fight, and given the uh, the advantage she has with, with striking, she could uh, just outpoint Torres t- towards a victory if they don't if they wind up staying all, uh, uh, avoiding the grappling. So um, it looks like we're both going with... Uh, Ms. Mackenzie Dern. Let's move on to the featured fight. Third fight of the main card. The <laughs> yeah. fight that most people seem to be talking about. Gilbert Burns, Kazmat Chimeyev. You know, I'll let you go with this. I mean, I, I, you've been a Burns supporter for years. Uh, <laughs> interesting to kind of see how you, how you see this going uh, or, or, you know, possibilities of it going. I mean, it's 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 crazy because it's very odd because um, you know uh, Hamza Chimaev has been such a uh, you know there's there is a train that that is being hyped, but it, it's because he's been going through a lot of people. I mean, at, in two weight classes, um, Brian Stan. There's video that that was floating around uh, when I was stuck at the airport. I saw of Brian Stan. I had uh, Chimaev on his radar back when he was still with the UFC and a broadcast um, and, you know, talking about him. Um, I think the first round is going to be very telling um, because um, there's footage out there. Uh, shout out to Jack Slack doing his homework and sharing some of it. Uh, there is footage out there of uh, Chimaev getting submitted. Um, he's not undefeated. I, 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 uh, Right, I, I mean, I don't think this is correct. I feel like didn't he? He's got some amateur losses. Let me, let me check, look him up on Tapology. Tapology is undefeated. Oh, okay, so I guess he's undefeated as a pro, but um, 
there is a footage of that that uh, Jack Slack put out there with him getting armbarred off of his uh, crushing side mount attack. Um, and you know Burns is no slouch. He's he's trains with Wagner Hocha. It's I think the ver- the first round is going to be very telling. That being said, <laughs> I mean we just talked about ectomorphs in MMA, which uh, Chimaev is. Um, I. I I, I'd put I'd feel confident putting money on Burns because he's an underdog, but if I'm going to make a pick, I could see uh, Chimaev uh, picking up another another W here. Yeah, I uh, well, I mean we're gonna find out we're gonna find out what the what the story is. I, I if if Chimaev runs through Gilbert Burns mm-hmm. like he's ran through the, his previous UFC opponents, if it's even close to those performances. Yeah. Um, I I think you're going to start seeing a lot of people. Uh, I mean, I, I if you're on if the you fence run, about him, yeah, you're going to change your mind for sure. Well, you're, if you run, th- he runs through him. I mean, you go, what's his next fight? A title fight? I mean, if he goes, let's say he goes out there and finishes Burns in under two minutes, like he's basically, you know, like he's fighting an amateur fighter, it would be hard to not to not give him. The next title fight. I mean, I know Leon Edwards has done a ton to earn it, but we know how the UFC works. There's no, yeah, it's, it's who's hot at the time. And, yeah, uh, I mean, you start. Uh, talking I don't see Leon fight. Edwards selling tickets unless they do it in the UK. No, that's what I mean, and yeah. that's you know not to be disrespectful to Edwards, but you know, you headline Shemayev, uh Usman. You know that 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 gets everybody pretty damn excited. I I think I think that that. You know, or you know, Chimaev could also go up to 185 uh, out of Sanya. I mean, there's a lot of things just to, that he could potentially yeah. bring if if what we've seen hasn't been, you know, I don't want to say, you know, kind of smoke and mirrors. You know, yeah. let, let's when he fights the top five guy, let's let's see what he does. I gotta go with him. Uh, there's nothing I've seen about him mm-hmm. that makes me believe that he he, he can't win this fight. Um, I do, I do. I am interested because Burns packs a big punch yeah. and we've seen wrestlers in the past when they've stepped up in competition gas or, or, or have issues because they're not mm-hmm. able to finish their opponent on the ground. And eventually that opponent is able to stuff some takedowns mm-hmm. or a takedown and, and just land that big punch or knee yeah. or, or shot, you know, it could be body. It could be a lot of things that just swings the fight. We haven't really seen Chimaev get hit, so that's always a bit yeah. of a question. Uh, and, I have, mean, you know, I, I saw yesterday, or it must have been yesterday or day before, uh, Usman's been helping Burns get ready for, for this guy, which, which I mean, the, if, if the guy that, that you used to train with that beat you and that, that's come, you know, coming in with some new stuff from, from training with the Trevor Whitman and all them and sharing that with you for this fight, um, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, if, um, it's definitely, it's, it's definitely going to be like enough. I, I, it's weird to say it. No disrespect to Sterling and Jan and, and, uh, Zombie and, and, uh, Volkanovsky, but like, this is like the main event for me, this fight. I think that's kind of the reality across yeah. the whole MSA, MMA sphere at this point. But let's jump to the co main event. Uh, Aljamain Sterling, Peter Jan, the rematch. Uh, from the I mean, controversial, not really, but you know, <laughs> a, a odd ending, only time in UFC history, a 
belt changed hands on a uh, disqualification. Hmm. Um, so a fluke, I would say something that hopefully we, we don't have to see any time in the near future. Uh, let's see. I hate to use the, uh, looks like they're, I wait, they're, uh, accurate with their, uh, records beyond 16 and two, uh, with the last one being that disqualification loss and Sterling moves to 20 and three with that win. Um, uh, you know, uh, I know Sterling's, uh, your guy from, from your neck of the woods. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think you've ever picked against him. I think you probably picked him in the first time they fought. I did. Uh, I do. Like, as I mentioned earlier, I do think the fight will be a lot closer. Uh, at least skill. I don't think it'll be as evident who's winning the fight as it maybe comes down the line. But mm-hmm. um, I, I, I do believe Peter Yawn is a step above. Um, Technically, I, I think he just brings to the table a lot of weapons, and I, 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 uh, I do think that the first fight, obviously, the momentum was shifting his way. Those the what, third and fourth round, mm-hmm. and, uh, prior to the knee, um, and I think this time, you know, I, I'm not going to disrespect Sterling and think he gets finished. Uh, I think he proved his durability in that first fight. Take away this pretty massive knee on the ground as much as I want to sit here and be like, Hey, I wish that fight would have went on. The more I watched it, it was a pretty brutal knee. Um, Mm -hmm. I got to go with Peter Yan. I think it will be a decision. Um, I hope it puts to rest the controversy uh, and, uh, and the division can continue to move on. uh, And we might see another fight down the line, but I, I, I just feel like Yan's that one click above the division right now. Yeah, there's something to be said though about um, where's my pen? I just want to make I'm, I'm I always note our picks down so in case I want to break your balls when we're <laughs> <laughs> um, there's something to be said though about guys that get together, you know, uh, compete together, spar together, whatever it is, um, or and fight. And like you said, the rematch they always come back a little tougher, they've crossed hands, they felt each other already. I feel like, and just looking at his training and preparation, I know he had some surgery that kind of postponed this a little, so that's a little concerning. But I don't think it's going to be the um, – because if I'm remembering the first fight right, like you said, the the first round he was pretty strong, and then Jan started warming up to everything and was just doing – you know, knocking him off balance, taking his space, and and just just, uh, pretty much winning uh, the, the following rounds. Now that Sterling felt that and can expects it, and you know, given what happened the first time, I mean, we've seen him come back from worse, right? When he got knocked out by Marais, like he 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 came back a better version of himself. So I don't think it's going to be as easy of or you know as one sided as the first fight sort of looked. Um, plus, there's a lot of beef, you know, with with the whole had him having the title, and you know, there's a lot for him to prove. So um I'm I'm going to pick Sterling again. <laughs> I, I I know uh, I, I mean they call it call it my my East Coast loyalty or whatever you want to call it but uh I have faith I have faith in the young the young lad, you know? I mean, granted he never remembers my name or any of the other conversations we have. <laughs> every, every single time I run into Ray Longo remembers, but he never remembers. But every time I see him out here in in the Northeast region 
you know, it's always like, and I'm just like, whatever, man, because because I I like the kid and 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 I like I've 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 enjoyed watching his career thus far. I've I actually sided with him when all the haters came at him. You know, he didn't have a choice in in the way that turned out. So I I I you know, I'm call me sentimental in my old age. I, I I'm looking I'm I'm looking forward to him you know, redeeming himself here. Uh, you know. <laughs> We'll see what ha- we'll see what happens. I think it's going to be a good fight. I, I'm like yeah. I said, I'm glad to finally see it getting uh, getting booked and and uh, yeah. hopefully hopefully yeah. cross our fingers. It's only Wednesday <laughs> night, uh, but uh, it's in Florida. They're not going to cancel. That's, that's that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's a good only point, flights, too. but yeah, only flights. <laughs> uh, main event: Alexander Volkanovsky, Chan Sung Jung. Volkanovski twenty three and one, Jung seventeen and six. Uh, Volkanovski huge favorite. Uh, everything in my world wants Chan Sung Jung to win, <laughs> um, but I just, I can't, I can't, I can't pick against a seven to one favorite. I, I mm-hmm. just feel like that that would be. Uh, I mean, if I was in Vegas, I'd put ten bucks on Jung, you know, or twenty bucks on him, you know, try to make a a quick steal by some luck yeah. happening, but uh, not necessarily luck, but something weird kind of happening. I just don't, I just don't see it. Uh, I'm not sure how short of short of the usual flash knockdown quick, you know, catch him in a submission. Uh, I, I don't, I think Volkanovsky probably dominates this fight. I do kind of fear two back to back long five round decisions, uh, <laughs> because of the dur- durability of fighters. But, yeah. uh, but I gotta go Volkanovski. I just, to me, there's no real way around it. He's just shown dominance, uh, and you know the people he beat is uh, who's who of of the uh, of his yeah. division. So I, and, I gotta go with him. Yeah, no, I I I, uh, I think we're both on the same page with this one. Um, so I'm just gonna write Volk across the board here because we're both going with Volkanovski. Only reason I say that is because if 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 <clears throat> If you look at this, these stats on the UFC's website, which we know they're not never a hundred percent lately, maybe they've been getting better. But um, Volkanovski, Volkanovski's not a hundred and sixty pound fighter. <laughs> <laughs> case, in, case in point, yeah. <laughs> not only is he not a, there's not even a hundred sixty pound division, so let's yeah. just uh... yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I I um. I just feel like he's he's uh you know that whole rugby Australian athleticism I think that's just all going to be we've seen we've seen the zombie go against uh Chang Sung Jung go against guys like that and it it doesn't work like I think his losses come from guys like that these guys that are just tough as nails that'll, that'll drag you through the grinder take whatever you got and give it back some um I just don't see him uh Having his way. I mean, if 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 his advantage by these numbers mean his advantages in submissions, when do we see Volkanovski go to the ground long enough to get submitted? With Brian Ortega couldn't submit him, and he had the submission locked in, and he still didn't get him. So, yeah. <laughs> like I said, to me, it would have to be a wounded Volkanovski who yeah. who ends up in a really bad position and gets gets caught in a choke. I mean, it, mm-hmm. or or I mean, Jung's pulled off, uh, you know, Twister and stuff. So there is, but I just. I don't see that happening, barring just a, a totally wounded yeah. uh, Volkanovski. Um, uh, you know, good card. I, I think, like, I, 
I hope that it doesn't peak uh, at the Chimea fight. I hope that there is some uh, drama in the last two fights. Uh, I'm sure we could expect drama. It's the UFC. <laughs> it's true. true, true, true. <laughs> so. I think that wraps it up for the picks. Uh, reminder to listen to the audio uh, in the, for the Logan Camp interview that Ed picked up recently. Yes. Logan fights again, just for folks. I mean, if you're in the, in the central New Jersey, they're selling tickets at the venue. I know it's limited because of capacity and fire code and stuff like that. UFC gym in North Brunswick. It's right off of Route 1 in, in, uh, in North Brunswick, New Jersey. Um, please check them out. I might I might squeeze that in if I can get there myself april uh, april 30th so it's the end of this month fans can check out the show at allaccessmma.com check out the show on twitter at combat hour coast to coast combat hour on instagram follow me matthew hawkins at mma hawk 21 on twitter and instagram follow ed at carbizal on twitter carbizal on instagram and old head carb on twitch ed look forward to bkfc appetizer and then ufc on saturday main course uh (laughs) sorry about your travels last week man hopefully you get back to the routine this week and get to enjoy some good fights and uh you know yes never have to deal with that bs ever again oh god Uh, have a good night have a good night brother and everybody thank you for listening peace all right this is ed carbohol from miamininews.com i'm speaking with Logan Camp, young kickboxer out of New Jersey, my home state. Uh, full disclosure, again, uh, for folks that are listening to this, I, uh, uh, Logan is a student of an old friend, training partner and friend of mine. And Logan has a, a fight coming up here at the UFC gym in North Brunswick on April 30th. Um, Logan, this is kickboxing, right? It's a gym smoker, correct? Uh, yeah, and uh, it's going to be a Muay Thai. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so... This is not your first one. I was doing some homework on you before we started recording. So, th- is this your third? Is this your third uh, Muay Thai fight? Yeah, it's gonna be my third Muay Thai smoker fight. Wow. So, I mean, is this looking? Is this something that you're looking to go pro with? Like, like, where do you? Most guys they do one or two, and and you know that they that's kind of like they they right. figure it out from there if they're gonna do more. This is your third one. So, is this something that that like you're zeroed in on? Um, yeah, as of right now, my body's looking like decent. Uh, I definitely see like a long-term future in fighting in general. So it's looking pretty long. Any plans to, uh, are you going to plan on sticking with Muay Thai? I mean, it seems like no matter what the martial art discipline you want to compete in these days, there's a market for it. If you want to kind of make a career out of it, especially when you look at organizations like one championship belt or had their own kickboxing division. So is that where you see yourself in say like 10 years? Um, I may see myself as like a, like a kickboxing like champion or maybe like a Muay Thai champion. And then we'll definitely migrate over to like the MMA realm just cause I feel like that's like the biggest money maker right now in terms of like martial arts. But uh, yeah, just uh, when I start building up my backgrounds, I'm definitely gonna like check out, like MMA big time. Yeah. Just I mean, go all yeah. yeah. No, I, I, that's, um, that's definitely, uh, what a lot of younger guys like to do when I, when I speak to younger fighters, but uh, I mean, you talk about building up your background, what got you, like what lit the fire under you to start training, start competing? I mean, was, have you did, did you do karate since you were a kid or like, well, what, what 
what put you and Mike together to to make these fights happen? Like how I started fighting. Yeah. Well, I feel like as soon as I started training, I was just like really into it, and you know, just like the competition itself it just got addicting to me. So, you know, just comp like whatever competition came my way, I was just really for it. And I got like really into it, so might as well pursue it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's great to hear because I mean, you, my generation at your age felt like they had to do all this preparation before they executed on something they 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 were interested in. And you right. and I, I spoke with your training partner uh, Jay uh, last week. Guys like your generation sees it and they just execute on the plan and. You know, you'll grow as you're doing it, and I, I feel like that's just the best path path to success. Um, how successful were you? I mean, this is your third one. How the how the last two fights go? They went pretty well for me. Uh, I feel like I that, uh, I took them both, but just I mean, these are like amateur and like smoker fights. You know, I feel like like the winning actually counts when I get to like pro fights. So you know, win or lose in these amateur or smoker fights. Like, it doesn't matter. Just, you know, as long as I'm progressing into what I want to be and then go pro off there. What uh, what weight do you fight at? Does it matter? Or, I mean, are you guys pretty even? Yeah, I like to say, like, I like to say, like, 125, 130, you know, based off, like, my like my body in general. You know, I'm, like, 5'7". I don't want to verse guys that are, like, 6'2", like, 145. Oh, wow. So I like to stay in, like, the, the lower weight class. It's nice and fast. Yeah, I mean uh, the the images I saw, like like I don't know where we can see the footage of the fights. Um, I know I, from my understanding there are tickets available for this this uh, mm -hmm. this one coming up in April on April thirtieth. Yep, uh, I think they're like twenty five dollars a ticket, but uh, my fights they're all posted on YouTube, Instagram, or anyone. Is it is that the Fighters United YouTube channel or? Um. Yeah, Fighters United, and then under it will be under my uh, Instagram, which is uh, can't be on my way. Uh, it's yeah, can't be underscore then N O M W. I I know I follow you somewhere ever since because I know Mike puts a lot of your stuff out there too. Um, yeah, which by the way, <laughs> <laughs> I mean it seems like he bullies both a lot of a lot of you guys, but I mean the considering what I know of his history and when we trained together and our old instructor, my current instructor still, um, mm -hmm. that's just, that just comes with the territory. But um, the, um, from what I saw, I mean, uh, you, you're, the, you're, uh, I saw a video of you doing some bag work. I saw still shots of one of the fights. I'm not sure which one it was. Were they all at the North Brunswick uh, UFC gym? Yeah. They have this promotion called, um, up in the smoke, which is like the main one I've been fighting under. Do you know who the promoter is for that? Like directly? Like who do you have? Yeah, to I think to it's um, I I don't know his name, but it's one of Mike's uh like coaches. Oh, is it Jimmy? Yeah, I think it is. It's like a uh, big black dude. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy B B fifty two. Yeah, Muay Thai. Yeah, no, he uh, he's uh, one of the old. He was the uh, Muay Thai instructor at the school we were both training at back in the day, um, so that makes sense. Um, uh, are you? Is it is it his students versus like, like like uh, Jimmy's students versus Mike's students? Is that kind of like the setup of it? Uh, no, it's. I think it's like 
probably like 10 or 10 to 15 like other gyms. Oh, and wow. yeah, now it gets pretty like crazy in there. I think they had like the like kind of like shut things down a little bit with like the uh, with the live recordings because it's been getting like too big, like like too much attention to it. Because it's not like supposed to be like one of those like actual promotions. It's just like, uh, like smokers, like, and that's pretty much yeah, it. Like yeah, like an exhibition at a gym. Yeah, no, I I get that. It's funny you're saying that because one of the things I noticed when I was looking at the still shots of one of your last fights. I was like, there's a lot of people there watching it. Yeah, so, <laughs> it, was, it was really surprising. And so, what's, I mean, I, I know you've already done a couple of these, but like, first time in, can you talk about just nervous jitters? Did it affect your performance at all? Yeah, first time in, like, the main thing I was focusing on is how I want to be thinking. You know, do I want to be thinking in a nice, calm way? Do I want to be thinking like in an angry way? And I kind of did like a weird mixture of both and it ended up working out. So, but yeah, it was just really like nerve wracking. I, I was kind of scared my first, uh, my first fight. So I was like more of like a counter fighter mm. still worked out by which I was like more aggressive. So I took that into account on my next fight, stayed aggressive, basically the whole fight. And was absolutely obliterated, just an exhaustion, but you know, we still took the dub. Yeah. I mean, your body seems to do a lot more work than the training room versus doing something like that. Because you got a lot of other things going on. I mean, again, people watching, you're the center of attention. Is it a case of like um, you kind of needed to get hit once just to kind of calm down when you when you did these first two? Kind of. I would just like as soon as I started striking, I just knew it was just like as soon as I start seeing like punches thrown at me, I just know it's on. But no, I, I feel like I haven't really been hit yet, like actually hit in any of my fights but you know i want honestly i want to fight a kid you know um these adults are just like they're not training enough you know most of them it's all it's like nine to five like they're working nine to five jobs they don't have enough time to train Mm. you know if i first a kid that's like my age still like in high school or whatever you know i think it'll be a little more fair on like the energy level and like the skill level Mm. not like so much the experience how old are you by the way Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, that's prime, prime to, you can absorb, you absorb everything like a sponge, all technique and, you know, experiences. So that's, it's a perfect time to get started. I, I start when I did kickboxing, the American long pants, karate style kickboxing. This is way back in the day in the nineties. When I did that, I was six. I started when I was 16 and they, they did. I was thrown in a smoker to myself back then, but um, yeah. yeah, so it, it's, it's uh it's it's fun, but it, I I only did one, and I I you know I went to college and stuff like that. And obviously, I stuck with martial arts as a hobbyist. Um, right. When I when I talked to Jay about it, I mean, he says he's he he's saying that it's he's a hobbyist and he's calling it a hobby, but hobbyists don't compete as often as you guys do. Mm-hmm. So I mean, where in your mind this is something that it's more than a hobby for you, right? Yeah. No, this is something I really want to do. This is something I like. You know, I don't, I don't have to depend on the size of my body. You know, with like other sports, I really try to pursue them, like basketball or football. But you know, I'm like 125, five, seven at best, mm. running around. You know, I, I can only do so much. You know, but I feel like fighting is definitely where I like belong. You know. And uh, one last question. I mean, do you know? You said it's it's, it's a like ten or 
10 or so other gyms. Do you know who you're going to be facing on April 30th, or do you find out nah, when you it's, show up? Yeah, it's like the amateur smoker matchups. You know, you don't really know until like last, like, until like last minute. So you just have to kind of stay ready for whatever. Yeah. So, uh, so like when you mentioned something about like my first fight, the name scared the shit out of me. <laughs> it was uh, Fabrizio Costa, oh, Brazilian yeah. dude, twenty six, all tatted. Oh my straight god! Straight from Brazil. I was like, oh my god, what is this? What is this? I'm about a verse. Yeah. That's when the yeah. nerves really started like getting into me. But, yeah. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, when I I, I got to tell you a quick story when we're done recording, but um, you just brought back a memory for me. But um, so this is April thirtieth. Tickets are twenty five bucks. I guess you got to buy them at the door. There's no pre purchasing. Yep. And then uh, one more time for folks, uh, let them know where they can follow you and check out your fights. You mentioned your Instagram. If you mm-hmm. don't mind, mention that again and the YouTube channel where we can find your stuff at. Yeah. Um. So the YouTube channel is uh, Fighters United. And it's uh, the logo is like a donkey with a glove on. Bad logo. My coach came up with it. Complained <laughs> to him. Uh, my Instagram is uh, Campy C A M P Y underscore O M W. I think it's and then four six four. I think if not, it'll still pop up. But yeah. All right, cool. So Logan Camp, April thirtieth, UFC Gym North Brunswick. If you're in uh, Central New Jersey. Go check him out. Uh, both him and Jay Fountain are on are fighting there, and um, I, I might be there myself just if if I can get in the door. Based on what I saw, that looks like uh like a, like it's a little hot. It's it's a hot number on a at the end of the month, especially if you're a local fight fan. So thank you so much, Logan, for doing this interview. Thanks for having me on. Hey, y'all, East Coast Ed here. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can be a monthly supporter for as little as 99 cents a month. This podcast will always be free, but if you help Matt and I out for future episodes, supporters will be shouted out on the show, and large supporters will be randomly selected to do predictions for a big pay-per-view event in the future. So please click the support tab and enjoy the show.